This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Happy Thursday night. So, yeah, I'm thrilled to be here. I am extremely thrilled to be here with you. And I'm going to be hanging out here with you for the next four hours. I'm being joined by super producer and host Dave Shepard and everybody listening all over North America. I'm happy that you're here. You could be locked in on your local CBS Sports Radio affiliate. You could be tuned in on Sirius XM Channel 158. You could be on a smart speaker. And this is also very important because you can hit rewind, you can hit pause. And if you hit rewind, then you can hit fast forward. You could be tuned in on the free Odyssey app. I'm thrilled that you're here. We got a lot to do. First of all, we we can't ignore this. It's good news. We have extremely good news. Damar Hamlin, just over the past 24 hours since I have sat here in the studio with you and since we've had these conversations, Damar Hamlin and his status has, it's improved. And don't take my word for it. In a few seconds, you will actually hear it from the doctors and the individuals who are working directly with him. And so that that makes tonight oh so much I don't want to say easier. Easier is not the word. It actually makes it a thrill to be back here with you doing the show tonight. So in a few minutes, I'll give you an update on Damar Hamlin. Uh, We will talk about some additional news going on in the NFL as we have found out the individuals who are Hall of Fame finalists. And I feel like I just watched a lot of these guys yesterday. We're talking about Joe Thomas We're talking about Darrell Revis with Revis Island, Jared Allen roping him up with the Cowboys, with the Vikings, or Dwight Freeney, uh, shout-outs to Connecticut in the Bronx, Rondé Barber, the twin brother of Tiki Barber. We'll get into that. And those are Hall of Fame guys. The NBA decided to uh, share their initial first stretch of all-star votes. The Pro Bowl, yes, We're not going to have the traditional Pro Bowl game, uh, but we're going to have Pro Bowl games that will take place in a little less than a month from now. I want to talk to you about that. Now that we have a little bit more clarity here on DeMar Hamlin and his situation, we'll talk about the potential playoff implications. It appears that we will not have a game between the Cincinnati Bengals and the Buffalo Bills. That will not take place. It appears so. And so what does that mean for the rest of the playoffs? What takes place next? That is something that the NFL is still trying to go ahead and figure out. And then even in addition to that, that's on the AFC side between the Cincinnati Bengals 
between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills. But we do have clarity on the NFC side. And it really involves some teams that, well, at least uh, one team that has nothing to do with the postseason that happens to be the Los Angeles Rams, even though they just won the Super Bowl. But we know on Sunday night we have the Packers, we have the Lions. Earlier in the day, we have the Rams, we have the Seahawks, and they are all pretty much battling the Packers, the Lions, the Seahawks for that last spot in the NFC. And so we'll go ahead and talk about that. It's pretty hilarious to me. The New York Jets admitted that they can be a train wreck, saying that Zach Wilson would have benefited from having a veteran quarterback right in front of him. And then we've also got some unfortunate news throughout the course of the day. Last night, we talked about Dana White. And Chef, what is it? What is it? Slap Boxing International? What is it? What is it called? Slap slap Boxing. You made me aware of it. I didn't even know it existed. I'm not going to lie to you. Nobody knew it existed. What is it called? Slap what? Slap Box. I'm almost positive. Yes. Slap Box. (laughs) It's Slap Box or whatever it is. It's it's not funny. Well, his, his organization is funny. It's been delayed a week. And we still have no specific word about power Dana White. slap. What is it called, Chef? Power slap. Power slap. What did I say? Like uh, slap fight? It is a form of slap fighting. It's just. It's just. They just try to fancy it and uh, you know uh, esoteric it up. Listen, I could I could sit here right now and give you a thirty second commercial <laughs> on power slap if I wanted to check. Hey, hey, listen. Let me let, let me tell you something. He is so freaking lucky. That we have what happened in Monday Night Football. <laughs> you, you get what I'm saying, Jr. Oh, he would have gotten eaten alive. Oof. Here's the guy, Dana White. UFC, this, the, the president, is he, whatever he is, it don't matter to me. President, CEO of, of UFC. He's in charge of an organization where people beat each other's asses to a pulp. And he decided last month, a couple of months ago, to uh, start an organization called Power Slap. And here he is the day before New Year's slapping his wife. I mean, uh, it, it, it's ridiculous. We're going to talk about that. Uh, Chris Beard, all my friends down in Austin, Texas, I'm pretty sure that you have heard about Chris Beard, uh, no longer the coach of the Longhorns uh, with his domestic violence situation. And then it is a soap opera. And you don't have to be a fan of, of soccer. You don't have to be a fan of football, but the U.S. men's national team right now, it is a novella. It is a soap opera. You have a current player. You have his coach. You have his coach who played with his dad. You have the dad's wife. You have the dad's wife leaking information from 30 years ago to try to get the current dad fired. It is absolutely ridiculous. A lot of the nonsense revolving around the U.S. men's national team has strictly been football. Well, welcome to 2023. It's not just football. It's drama. And you could love or hate soccer. You are likely to have an interest in this. And we'll get into all of that later on in the show. If you want to give me a holler, it's real simple here. We got a phone number. It's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. You can also get a hold of me. I'm on social media at JR Sport Brief. And super producer Dave Shepard 
Where can people find you online? Ah, at the Good Shepherd underscore. The Good Shepherd underscore. Well, speaking of good, Shep, I felt so good earlier this afternoon. Just like a lot of people, I was like, wait a minute, what? Damar Hamlin, the doctors are speaking? What? Wait, Damar Hamlin is is communicating? What? What? I actually saw a few minutes of the press conference earlier today. And the press conference I'm referring to were, were his doctors at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center. And they had positive words about Damar Hamlin and the progress that he made. The first inkling of progress that we received earlier today was actually from the Buffalo Bills. And the Buffalo Bills pretty much said that DeMar Hamlin was was progressing and has had great progress over the past 24 hours. Now, what does that mean? We have no idea. But then we got the press conference. We heard from his doctors. And it's a beautiful thing. Because one of the first things that they said, they were two doctors sitting there, and this is courtesy of Spectrum News up in Rochester. What's up to all my folks in Rochester? I was there a couple of weeks ago, beautiful city. They said that DeMar Hamlin improved greatly. Take a listen to this. There has been substantial improvement in his condition over the past 24 hours. Uh, we had significant concern um, about him after the injury and after the event that happened on the field, uh, but he is making substantial progress. Uh, as of this morning, uh, he is beginning uh, to awaken, uh, and it appears that his neurological uh, condition and function is intact. Uh, we are very pr- uh, proud to report that, very happy for him uh, and for his family and for the Buffalo Bills organization. That has to be exciting. And it doesn't have to be exciting. It is exciting. The first words that I learned and heard today that he was, you know, squeezing hands. He was grabbing hands and he was communicating and that, uh, you know, he was he was cognizant as to what was going on. He was aware as to what was going on while he was and still is in the hospital. And there are a lot of people who can listen to me right now who can relate whether it's because it's someone that you love and care for or whether it's someone that you have had to care for in a hospital setting. Not everybody wakes up. Not everybody wakes up and has an idea as to what is or what was going on. Damar Hamlin woke up and communicated and had an idea as to what was and what went on. And that's something that is just, it's a, it's a beautiful thing, especially in his situation where America, almost 22 million people here in the United States of America had to watch and experience it and forget what we had to experience, what he personally had to experience with his family. And those same doctors that said that he has improved greatly, those same doctors spoke to the media and they pretty much said, listen, 
yeah, 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 sure. We're doing the work here at the hospital. But we would not even be here. He, Damar Hamlin, would not even be here right now if it were not from the doctors and the staff with the Buffalo Bills who went out there and and hit him with the defibrillator and then also decided to resuscitate him. Take a listen to what they said. Can't say enough about the quick actions of the uh, Bills training staff and then the physicians who were on the field uh, with getting to him, recognizing that this was a a very serious situation uh, and responding and saving his life. It was really, really outstanding work from all of them. And not just saving his life, but his neurologic functioning. The reason why we're talking about his recovery of neurologic function is the true critical importance of immediate and good and high quality CPR and immediate access to defibrillation. <sighs> it's been reported that he's communicating and, and who knows? I have no idea. I sat here with you last night and from all indications, it seems like a lot of his progress was made over the last 24 hours, but it, by the reports that we got earlier today, a lot of his progress was made overnight. Around the time that I was here on air with you, the time that they spoke with the media around lunchtime all across the United States of America. And so God knows what's going on right now at UC Medical Center in Cincinnati. I don't know. We don't know. But the fact that we have progress in and of itself, instead of an alternative, is a beautiful thing. One of the first things in in situations that I heard, and I'm sure you've heard it by now as well, is that Damar Hamlin, one of the first things he communicated to the staff and those in his employ was pretty much to ask that we win. And it wasn't verbal. And it doesn't matter because all indications, it seems that, and I hope that that tube comes out and he will be able to speak. Uh, the doctors communicated that they hope that is the that is the best case scenario that he can eventually be who he was before the accident. But they said he wrote it down. He asked who won the game. Don't take my word for it. Listen to the doctors. You know, when he was communicating with us uh, last night and then again today, that's been in writing. And, uh, you know, to paraphrase uh, one of our partners, you know, when, when he asked, did we win? The answer is yes. You know, Damari, you won. You won the game of life. Uh, and that's probably the most important thing out of this. And we really need to keep him at the center uh, of everything else that's going on. And we really want to ensure a good outcome for him. Oh, man. I saw all of this so fast in quotes. I saw all of the news, and then I saw the news, and then I saw the news, and then I said, oh, my God, it's a press conference. And I said, whoa, I can actually watch the press conference. I have never heard, and we, we know the story by now. This is someone who was a co-captain at Pitt. He was a co-captain with Kenny Pickett. This man was drafted in the sixth round in 2021. This is his second full year as a professional in the NFL. He's had the fill-in for Jordan Poirier. He's had an, well, let's say he's had a very, very good season filling in. 
I've never heard this man speak. I don't know what this man's voice sounds like. He would have walked by me two weeks ago. He could have walked by me last week. I wouldn't have known who he is. But there's a matter of humanity that I wish we were able to carry with us every single day. It doesn't matter if you were in the stadium that night or whether you happen to be a part of the 21, 22 million people who watched on television. There's something about watching someone potentially perish in front of your eyes that hits you different. And we don't know, and I don't care. I don't expect it for DeMar Hamlin to play football again. Because the most important thing is that DeMar Hamlin, as an individual, as a human, as a person, has been able to make progress from this terrible situation. Not everybody does. And we don't know what the end result is. I don't know. I don't know what two, three days will hold. I don't know what two or three weeks can hold. I can tell you about individuals that I know personally uh, who have been in traumatic incidents, who have been in ICU. I can tell you about folks who I remember one way and did not come out the same way on the other side. And it hurts. These are experiences that you don't forget, that don't get wiped away. But for someone who we all watched to see what he experienced and how he might come out of it and how he has come out of it, don't forget it. Don't forget the feeling. Don't forget the experience. He won't. Remember to be a human throughout the process of everything. Last night, I gave you a list of inspirational athletes. Dickie V, Jimmy V, Magic Johnson. We had callers, Rob Santo. We can go on about people, human beings, because they're humans first. Before they're athletes, they are humans first. Let's try to remember that in every single thing that we do and everything that we experience. We can put DeMar Hamlin in that category. And not because he scored a game-winning touchdown on an interception. Not because he sacked Patrick Mahomes in the AFC championship game or, you know, he went ahead and had a fumble recovery against Joe Burrow. Tamar Hamlin is the ultimate fighter. Forget that Dana White guy. What Tamar Hamlin has done up until this point is absolutely amazing.
and we don't know where it will end and we don't know what the end result will be he is an inspiration all by himself and it's a beautiful thing to sit here a couple of days ago at this exact moment to say oh my god did I witness someone in front of my eyes on television just perish and to see them wake up have life have cognitive function and still have potential after that that's a beautiful thing this is sports but let's never forget the individuals that we are watching that they are full of life and we should remember that and do so in our actions as well it's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. It's a beautiful thing. DeMar Hamlin has made some progress, and let's hope that he can continue to make some more. I'm going to take your calls on the other side. We're just getting started. It's the JR Sport Brief Show. CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. to hear from you. Call him now at 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. Oh, man, it's it's a better night than what we've had over the last three. It's a better night than what we've had if you have to go back until Monday when DeMar Hamlin was just uh, given CPR and basically resuscitated on the field. DeMar Hamlin is awake. The doctors say he is still in critical condition. He is still critically ill, but he has shown remarkable improvement over the past 24 hours. He has been holding hands with his family. He has been communicating via writing. He has cognitive function. He asked what happened in the game. Did we win? The doctors told him that he won the game of life and sure he did not walk out of the hospital he is not done he is not finished but that is hella progress from what we saw took place or take place this past monday night and i'm happy about that and i don't know this man from a hole in the wall but like a lot of you i'm not his family i'm not there i wasn't in the stadium i'm not his mom not his dad but you feel something about it You witnessed it. You want to pull for him because you're a human being. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Lee is here from San Diego. Lee, you are on the JR Sport Brief Show. Thank you for taking my call, JR. I mean, DeMar Hamlin has uh, basically shut my sports world down. I mean, I'm not going to root for my team right now. I've been praying for this guy. And uh, it was just, I was just waiting for some good news about this guy, and we finally got it, man. And it, it, 
It made me feel better, but I'm not sure I can continue on with my sports world until I know this guy's going to going to be 100 percent i'm not going to talk about my teams i just want to hear what your response on the radio thank you for taking my call well thank you so much lee for calling from one of my favorite cities on earth san diego much love to everybody in san diego and just north up in uh in dana point oh you want to know my opinion you know We've had to go the past two, three days and not know. Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night. And it seems that we got the most detailed of an update today on Thursday that he was able to communicate. The first thing that I saw was he held hands with the people that were around him. He opened his eyes. He asked, did we win the game? And sure, he didn't say it verbally. That's a difficult thing to do when you have a breathing apparatus, you know, in in your mouth, and your throat. Uh, They said he had gross motor function. That's wide-ranging motor function, the ability to write, the ability to move his hands, the ability to move his feet. We know his lungs have to go out there and improve. Neurological function, that takes time. And so I, I have no idea, and neither do you, and baby, neither do the doctors. We don't know if DeMar will be able to walk a straight line. We do not know if this man will be able to function by himself. We don't know, and it's all speculative. So I'm not going to go ahead and continue to tick down the list. But for what he's been able to do up until now is absolutely amazing. We saw the alternative when he hit the turf. Anything after that, which is now the after that, is a is a bonus, is a plus. 855-212-4CBS. Let's go to Milwaukee. Well, hold on, not Milwaukee. Let's go to Toronto, and let's talk to Justin. You're on CBS Sports Radio. JR, thanks for taking my call. I appreciate it. Sure. I was just uh, going to say, what what a tragic thing that happened there on monday i was watching it and you know it made you know like everybody made you sick right but through that what a beautiful thing though you know from people coming together you know sports teams everybody you know coming together and how about his gofundme that thing is just beautiful you know it's just an amazing thing to see that um you know sports sometimes you know it brings everybody together it doesn't matter you know what team you're rooting for but it's just you know you know, thank God that he's, uh, you know, getting better and, you know, hopefully he can pull through and, you know, and uh, make it through this. And it's just a great thing to see that um, everybody, you know, came together on, on Monday night and, and passed that. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Well, thank you so much, Justin, for calling from Toronto. You, you talk about his GoFundMe that we know was originally set up before the accident as a toy drive. He was looking for $2,500. He was looking for $2,500. Right now, 7.6. He is approaching $8 million. I think he'd be able to do a whole lot more with that eight than, than service some toys locally in Pittsburgh. 
and it be it would it would be lovely if if we had this the same type of love and uh, towards other people. Unfortunately, it takes it takes the worst of circumstances for us to go out there and uh, get to that point. And I, I, we've seen or we have heard about a major step. I don't know, and this is the discussion that has been had, not for me, but from the individuals who are close to the situation in, in Cincinnati at the hospital. There's conversations about him now going home and what condition and what shape and what rehab looks like. We have no idea. But in and of itself, that is still absolutely amazing. Russell is here from Charlotte. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR. Hey, this is uh, Russell. I'm from Charlotte. Uh, Thank you. Like man. you said earlier, um, um, when, I, when I was watching that game, I was watching with my wife, and we seen him fall back like that. I looked at her, and she looked at me. We both said, oh, no. Because, man, I know exactly what I said to myself. Oh, no, please let the guy be okay. Let the kid be okay. And, you know, here recently, I didn't know what, what to think, man. And just to hear the good news today uh, uplifted me uh, so much. We've been praying for this kid so hard. And, you know, um, I just want to put that out there, man. You know, good vibes for him and his family and the continued prayers. Uh, man, what a great – I just love when they say you won at the game of life. Dude, that gives me chills to this day. So, uh, wow. so yeah, it just gives me chills. Thank you so much for letting me talk. Thank you, Russell, for calling from Charlotte. No, he absolutely won at the game of life by being here with us. Because on, on Monday Monday night, we watched an individual on television. We watched someone lose life right in front of us and be resuscitated. Right? he And he's still here, which is crazy to think. It's the JR Sport Reef Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. It's nice after a return on Tuesday, a show last night on Wednesday. It's a beautiful thing to be here with you on Thursday and give you some positive news, I'm sure, of which you have heard earlier on this afternoon. The phone lines are still open. That's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. You can give me a holler. I'm at JR Sport Reef on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. I'm going to take more your calls on the other side and we also have learned you want to talk about uh inspirations you might look at someone in the hall of fame and consider them an inspiration damar hamlin is that inspiration but we'll talk about some other guys who have done it pretty good on the field as well you're listening to the jr sport brief on cbs sports radio Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Thank you, man. We love you down here in Texas, okay, JR? Hey, how you doing, man? I love your show. Love the topic. Thank you. I'll be uh, listening again in the future. This is a great show. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We started off the show by sharing the good news surrounding and involving DeMar Hamlin. 
I'm sure that you also heard right before the break the news flash from Marco Belletti uh, about his status, but then also, you know, what will happen, you know, in the playoffs. And, and there are a lot of j- different varieties there. So we do know this. The game that was taking place this past Monday will not take place. That is a game between the Buffalo Bills and the Cincinnati Bengals. It's done. There will not be a makeup. That was announced from the league office. We will not see that game. We're going to go through this weekend, and in all actuality, the owners will actually have a meeting. Yes, the NFL owners will have a meeting tomorrow in a few hours, Friday, uh, to discuss several permutations as to how they can make up this game. You know, is it having, and, and these are the three teams that are pretty much involved. You have the Buffalo Bills, you have Cincinnati, the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, I, I guess the first permutation is potentially having the AFC Championship game at a neutral site. One of our callers called up last night and he mentioned that. He said, just throw the AFC Championship game. Uh, In Indianapolis, we know the Colts won't be playing for a damn thing. And I guess the other opportunity or chance is if the Ravens this upcoming Sunday beat Cincinnati for the second time, and if the AFC North teams, the two between the the Ravens and uh, the Bengals, if they play each other again in the wild card round, uh, the game site would be determined by a coin toss. And so, there are a lot of ideas that will will be kind of bandied about over the next 24 hours, but the NFL doesn't even have an answer. And so their owners will meet tomorrow to try and decide, you know, what will happen uh, to get to the playoffs and have things fair for everyone involved. You know what? A matter of fact, yeah, might as well put this out here for you. Uh, Sean McDermott. He's getting a lot of love and a lot of credit between him and Zach Taylor, making it very clear that we didn't need to go back and, and like, retry to do this game. We didn't need to go forward and just hit the button and and play it and, and move forward. Sean McDermott spoke to the media today, and he said the Bills as a team, they said, nah, we don't, we don't and did not need to resume the game from this past Monday night. Listen to Coach. After DeMar got loaded into the ambulance, um, I remember thinking to myself, we're going to need some time, um, we being the Bills at least. And we're so conditioned to uh, a player is taken off the field who is injured um, to right to going right back into, you know, that mode. And, um, and so um, I said to Sean Smith, I said, hey, we're going to need some, some time here. And again, he was he was tremendous. And then the time, the way things uh, unfolded from from there was really we were in the front of our locker room, not quite out uh, in the hallway at that point, but uh, having conversations amongst ourselves. Um, I think I went in and addressed the team and just felt like overall it was going to be really hard to put them back out there. But I wanted to give them the option to go back out there if they wanted to. And... Um, and led by Josh and, the, and a couple of the other captains, they decided not to go back out there. Yeah, well, well, we'll see how the rest of the week concludes. The Buffalo Bills are scheduled to take on the New England Patriots at 1 p.m. this upcoming Sunday. 
855-212-4CBS. Speaking of the Buffalo Bills, let's talk to someone who is in Buffalo right now. His name is Mark. Mark, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, good evening, Jr. I, I'm a, uh, a new listener, uh, but I've been listening to you somewhat regularly now for a little bit, and uh, this is the first time I've been compelled to call. Um, obviously, uh, the, the love and the support and the prayers from all around the country has been overwhelming. Um, when you, I'm, I'm born and raised in Buffalo. I'm 64 years old. I live about five miles from the stadium most of my life. And the love and support for the Buffalo Bills in this community is, is very, very real. It's a small community, and the Bills are not just people who come into town and play football for our city and blow out of town. Uh, they are family. And when DeMar went down, it was like a brother, a son, a cousin, an uncle, whatever you want to say, that went down. And it was like a gut punch. Our, our community has been going through a lot for about a year now, all the way back to a mass shooting uh, in the city um, that just was terrible and hurt a lot of people through, up until now, the, the recent storms we've had. And the Buffalo Bills are a centerpiece of our community that we get a lot of love and enjoyment out of. Yeah. Uh, but when he went down, it was like a, a, a season that was had so much promise and, and so much potential to possibly be our first Super Bowl run. It just didn't seem to matter anymore. Yeah. And when DeMar woke up today, it was like the Bills punched their ticket to the Super Bowl. And when he walks out, that's going to be our Super Bowl win this year. And nothing else matters. Nothing else matters. I think a lot of people feel that way. We're going to support the team. We're going to be there on Sunday. And whatever happens, happens. But it just doesn't seem like the Super Bowl win this year is as important as it was at the beginning of the season. So I just wanted to express that and to say thank you to the nation, to all the people who call your show from all around the country, that your love is felt here, it's appreciated, and especially the city of Cincinnati. The people there have been tremendous. Those doctors have been tremendous, and we could not extend enough appreciation or let them know enough how much we love them and thank them for what they've done and what they continue to do. So, Jr., thank you for, for your time, and, and I'm sorry I'm choking up, but, but this has been a really tough time for many people here in western New York. And and we were so relieved to hear what we heard today. And we know we're not done. Um, okay. And we're still praying. Please, everybody, continue to pray. But at the very least, I just think it's so wonderful how this has pulled the nation together yes. in, in some small way. Well, thank so you, thank you for your time. No, absolutely, Mark. Thank you for calling from from Buffalo. There's, there's no apology necessary. It's uh, It's something that has reached every corner of this country let's talk to dawn dawn is is right around and getting it dawn you're on cbs sports radio the jr sport brief show hi jr uh yeah i have a lot of the same sentiments that the previous caller just said and uh, i've been in western new york living there for 35 years um total psycho bills fan 
love them to death, love this bunch of guys that are out there. And um, I, I just left New York this morning, and I'm driving through to Florida to visit family. And I just happened to go through Baltimore and turn down the street, and right in front of me, all lit up, is Camden Yards. It's all lit up, red, white, and blue for the Bills. And then the, I think it's the MetLife Stadium next door. And I was just like, that's just so amazing. So right there, I like literally started tearing up and crying myself because just the love and support that everybody in the country has had is just so amazing. And we're just so proud of this team and, and these young men. And that just really touched me that, you know, they would light up their stadium in our colors. And that's just wonderful. So no, just wanted absolutely. to share share that and just thank you to, you know, people, people all over that are just supporting us. It's, it's really wonderful, and I thank you. No doubt, Dawn. Be safe out there on the road, okay? Thank you so much, sir. Good day. Absolutely. Bye. Yeah, well, Dawn, is, she rolled by the Raven Stadium, I guess. That's M&T uh, Bank Stadium. I was there a few weeks. I felt like I, I might as well pitch a tent and live in, 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 in Baltimore, home of the Ravens. Sounds like she's going down 295 right now on the way uh, to D.C. or maybe going north. Um, yeah, no, we've seen a lot of support and I don't want to call it galvanizing, but that's what it is. I don't think we've ever seen anything like this and it should be galvanizing. And I hope for a lot of people, it's a a wake up call uh, for what we can do on a consistent basis and not just in a moment or an instance of, of tragedy. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I will keep the phone lines open. I will talk to you on the other side of the break, 855-212-4CBS. We just got one hour down. We got three more to go. I need to talk to you about the NFL, the Pro Football Hall of Fame finalists. I need to talk to you about the Pro Bowl. I need to talk to you about NBA All-Star voting. We need to spend more time talking about the schedule in addition to the last spot of the playoffs in the NFC. It's the JR Sport Reef Show, CBS Sports Radio.